The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. Engine Ready doesn't just do the best search strategies, they create them. Now, here are your hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis. Welcome to Best Search Strategies, presented by Engine Ready. Engine Ready doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Find out more at EngineReady.com. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm Jamie Smith, CEO of Engine Ready, and I'm joined by a very special guest, all the way from uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, the CEO of Vertster, uh, the software architect, Scott Miller. How's it going, Scott? Hey, Jamie. I'm excited to be out here in San Diego. Yeah, we're excited to have you. It's, it's nice to do these in person. Um, Scott uh, is one of the founders of uh, you know, AB and multivariant testing. He's built algorithms behind um, improving conversions and, and, and has a platform that's really powerful that we use here as our as our testing backbone um, uh, to do our AB and multivariant testing. Uh, Scott also speaks uh, frequently at uh, you know the SMS and SMX and SES shows uh, across the nation. Uh, like I said, he's based in Utah. Maybe I consider you a friend as well. Yeah, def- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, Jamie. So good. Uh, today we're going to be focusing specifically on uh, conversion improvement, conversion optimization, and, and kind of what are the real, uh, you know, basic, easy to follow uh, tips and strategies to really launch a successful test and, and drive uh, an improved conversion rate. Kind of just uh, to get things rolling, what are some of the most common mistakes you see uh, clients do from either the setup or execution of their uh, conversion improvement testings? Yeah, so I mean, really, you can break it down into a couple of different categories. One would be uh, the strategy. So they don't have a, a solid uh, testing strategy in place. They don't have a, a clear goal of what they're trying to get out of their campaign. Um, they tend to start and just kind of, it's kind of the buckshot approach. They just kind of randomly go from one thing to another. The best practice, of course, is to uh, sit down with your team and map out what your goals are and then think about uh, what tests and what optimizations you're going to need to likely get there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, one of the biggest mistakes that uh, people still make is just not running the test for long enough um, and not getting to a statistically sound result. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly, uh, or more so recently with multivariate testing, uh, people have a Companies have a tendency to want to test too many things at once, and what that does is it creates a very long, drawn-out test cycle, and you may never actually get to the point of statistical validity. And the, the fourth mistake that we see people make, and this is more of a tactical error, is, is testing, um, and sometimes this is okay, but um, understand that there's, that there's um, drawbacks to it. If you test... A, uh, a completely different page where you're changing everything. Um, so you have two versions, let's say, and they're completely different. Um, most likely you've done some things right with your new version, but you've probably also done some things wrong. 
and they tend to um, neutralize each other, and you will end up with a, a result which you can never tell exactly um, why one beat the other, um, right. even though you probably did some things right. I mean, we almost always do things right, but we also almost always do things wrong in our in our day-to-day business. So uh, it's, it's important to um, understand that if you're testing everything at once, that you're losing that resolution and... Um, one of the drawbacks of that is muddy results. You may not get uh, a clear winner because things are canceling each other out. Yeah, and it, it, I mean the good news is is that it's finally gotten to the point where um, it's part of the strategy to test. You know, people you know got um, offered a free testing platform with Google Website Optimizer, and it's kind of become more of a mainstream. Uh, initiative to do at least A-B testing, the good news. But the bad news, what, what Scott just covered, um, is, is the most common mistakes. And then it's, it's similar to what we spoke about a few weeks ago when we talked about the 13-point checklist on PPC strategies was not setting goals, not having a plan or, or, or some sort of specific goal before you even start the test. What are we trying to accomplish specifically? How much are we trying to lift conversion rate specifically and set those goals before you get started? Um, one of the other common mistakes that we just talked about, not waiting long enough for uh, the data to be statistically significant or testing too many variables at the same time. And I would just add on, on to the not waiting long enough. Um, there's also a lot of people that don't really understand um, the basic statistics behind the test that um, what uh, statistical confidence means. And um, you know, Google... Website Optimizer does a nice job abstracting that so that you don't really have to think about it. But my recommendation to people is to understand the math, or at least have somebody on your team that understands the math um, when you're doing this. Sorry. You know, when you're making business decisions that are going to affect, um, you know, profit loss, uh, possibly investor value, things like that. You know, definitely understand what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And this is a perfect segue into our next topic, which is. You know, how long do I run my test? And people always associate test with calendar days. And uh, I'm constantly reminding them that it has nothing to do with the length of time. It has to do with the number of clicks we receive or visitors. And this, if you have a high-volume site, millions of visitors a day, theoretically, you could launch and be done with the test in the same day. Uh, for most of us, we need to wait weeks and months to, to generate enough data um, but it's not necessarily how long, it's it's how many visitors and what's our data size. How would you kind of explain that in a, uh, you know, because it, and it happens on the PPC side as well where people say, you know, uh, you know, when do you make a decision to raise or lower a bid at the keyword level? And some people will say, well, I wait 100 clicks. And after 100 clicks, if, I, if I've gotten zero conversions, I get rid of that keyword. Some people will say, I wait 1,000 clicks. And it's, there's no one right or wrong formula. It's more of what you feel from your own instinct of confidence, but is there a formula behind that people can use for number of visitors that... Yeah, so so what we normally would recommend people do, and this is just a rule of thumb um, more than anything, um, but at least seven calendar days, so your, your data sample has uh, a look at each type of visitor during the course of the week. Um, so a minimum of seven calendar days um, a minimum of, of 100 conversion actions per uh, recipe or combination or experience that's being tested. And then um, also use um, one of the statistical tests, um, the one that I like that, that works well for testing online, 
ends up taking a little bit less data is called a z-test. Um, wait until you've got an indication of at least 95% confidence. So there you're, you're, that's where your math knowledge comes into play. Um, make sure you wait seven days so the, because people behave differently on each day of the week. And then if you want to be really clean with your data, um, don't um, make sure that you, that you, you know, if you're going to run it for more than a week, that you do it in one week increments because the behavior is different on each day of the week. And if you end up having, uh, let's say, eight weekdays and only two weekend days during your test, your data may be skewed a little bit by that, particularly if it's a close, uh, a really close result. Mm -hmm. um, so in terms of like ballpark, how much traffic it's going to take, if you, if you use the rule of thumb, and this is um, not always accurate, sometimes it takes less, sometimes it takes more, but if you say I want 100 conversion actions per combination or per recipe or um, per unique experience that you're showing to your users, um, you can take your current uh, control conversion rate, uh, which hopefully you're measuring, and, and um, actually divide uh, that by the, um, it's the, uh, it's actually the number of conversions divided by the conversion rate, and that will give you how much traffic you can expect to require. Well, hang on a second. Let me get my calculator. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the math wizard in here. This is good. We're going to break it down into simpler terms. Uh, as soon as we come back from a break, we're going to uh, listen to some amazing sponsors on the webmasterradio.fm network. And, and when we continue, uh, we're going to get into some spe specifics in terms of the, the top three best practices uh, in addition to what are people testing uh, and what specifically should I be testing on my page. So hold tight. We'll be right back with Best Search Strategies and our guest speaker today, Scott uh, Miller, uh, the CEO of Vertster. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Best Search Strategies. I'm Jamie Smith, CEO of Engine Ready, hosting the show today. We've got uh, Scott Miller, the CEO of Vertster, with us, uh, visiting from Utah. Thanks for coming out, Scott. Yep. And uh, we're talking about the, you know the real secrets uh, of conversion improvement. And we joked about this before the show. There's no real secret to it. It's 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 really scientific math behind conversion improvement. But some best practices of what not to do, uh, and more importantly, uh, what should we do? And, and before the break, um, we talked about uh, some of the most common mistakes. You know, being not setting goals, not waiting long enough, letting your your test run for a full week, uh, or testing too many variables at the same time. What would you say are the top three to five best practices that you you absolutely need to do to, in order to have a successful test? Uh, I think number one, focus on on. Um, what the one value proposition of, of the page or your conversion action is. What is it that you're trying to get people to do? And, and yeah, unique selling proposition. Jamie's just writing that down with an exclamation point. You think he's going to put it on the wall. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, really focus in on, on what it is that you're trying to do and, and test things that that are specific to that. Um, other other things. I mean, we always say headlines, so um, you've probably heard that before, but obviously headlines and the uh, value proposition are, are intimately linked um, on most pages. Um, for an e-commerce site, any kind of promotional uh, treatments that you have, um, sales promotion is always a, a great place to, to focus your energy. The important thing with e-commerce is to measure not conversion, but revenue per visitor, because a promotion is typically going to run across your entire site, and you're, what you're trying to do is optimize your profitability, not the number of people that do a certain action. Mm-hmm. So um, there's also um, what we like to think of as, as uh, credibility indication um, elements on the site. So that would be things like your McAfee logo. Um, te- visitor testimonials or customer testimonials, um, seals, any you know anything that um, you know customer service messaging, anything that's going to help make people feel safer. Right, security, uh, SSL if it's e-commerce right. being right. prominently featured. Um, right, testimonials, right. any third-party credentials. Have yeah. you ever seen a third-party credential actually hurt conversion? Um, not recently, um, but there was a time when um, I think there were, and there's probably still enough sort of off-brand security credentials out there that 
um, aren't well recognized by the market, and when people see them, they get a little skittish. Mm-hmm. And um, we've seen it. Not, we've seen it. We have seen it hurt, just not recently. Yeah, yeah. You think uh, anytime you have a testimonial or a logo of some sort of credential, it helps, unless it's uh, made up, fake, or uh, <laughs> yeah, not well recognized yeah. within your industry. Yeah, and oftentimes um, another. Another place where you'll see that is if it's not positioned well. So, you know, we've seen plenty of instances where the security emblem didn't really make a difference. And typically, uh, if you if you kind of dig under the covers on that, you'll find out that the, that the person that was administering the test decided to put it in the footer or, you know, somewhere way below the fold where, you know, 90% of the visitors to the site are never even going to see it. So, that, you know, it can't possibly help. Right. If, people never see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We, that's a common place to put those logos is on the footer and, um, not everyone makes it down that, that right. far to see right. that you really are a secure site and have third party, um, you know, uh, testimonials or credentials. Uh, I want to go back to before our first break, you, you, you mentioned briefly and, and complexly a formula <laughs> of visitors and conversion rates. What was that again? Yeah. So you take the, um, the, the number of conversions, which would be 100 as the ballpark, so 100, and then you multiply that by the number of test experiences or combinations. Google calls them combinations. We call them recipes. Um, you know, the number of different versions of the page that you're testing. Okay. Um, and then, um, so that's the total number of conversions that you you estimate that you need for the whole experiment, and then you divide that by your current conversion rate, and that will give you an estimated amount of of traffic that you're going to need to run to the test. Wow, that is so powerful. I, I can be doing this for five years, and I've just been introduced to a formula that can help me communicate <laughs> to the clients what they need to do or how long they need to. Yeah, I mean it's it's a wait. it's not a statistical formula. It's just a ballpark formula. Yeah. But um, it's a good place to start. It's easy to do if you have your phone. You can quickly punch the numbers into your calculator on your phone and come up with a number very quickly. And then, so the number of conversions for that test times the total recipes or uh, variations of that page divided by the current conversion rate gives you a number of how many visitors? How many visitors to project that you're going to need to get to statistically statistically valid results? Excellent. Wow. All right. Well, this show might have just become the most valuable to the listener. So thanks, Scott. Um, we're going to continue on um, the conversion optimization and, and some secrets. But um, because Scott owns and runs this technology company, you, you started to work really closely with agencies, correct? Yeah, we have. We uh, are working with, with uh, literally dozens of agencies at this point. Uh, we have a an agency-specific product that allows uh, a group like Engine Ready to um, take our software, custom brand it. It removes all mention of our company. Looks like it's a home-built Engine Ready product, um, or it could be, you know, for your agency. And um, and then we have also a very flexible and affordable pricing strategy that's that's um, really well suited to how agencies do business and the feast famine cycle and you know the things that most agency people are familiar with right yeah i mean before the consolidation of the industry with omniture buying uh offermatica yeah no. offermatica yeah and then um who who bought uh 
Optimus. Optimus, Optimus, yeah, was, Optimus was, was acquired by Autonomy. Right. So then the price points became really out of reach for small business owners and, and agencies um, during that time. And, and, and Scott's done a good job staying competitive with his pricing um, so that the medium, you know, the small business and the, and the agencies can, can use this technology and still make a profit. So uh, looking forward to talking more about this. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And um, when we return, we're going to get into uh, what kind of things, specifically, what are people testing? And, and what should I do in terms of what elements of the page do I want to test uh, that will potentially have the highest chance for improvement? Um, and uh, again, I'm Jamie Smith hosting Best Search Strategies, and we'll be right back after this short commercial break. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. The Jerry Abrams Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. Hello, world. Welcome back to Best Search Strategies. The global listeners out there that are outside of the United States, welcome. Um, uh, joined today by the CEO of Vertster, Scott Miller. Thanks for joining us today, Scott. It's great to be here, Jamie. We're having a conversion party this afternoon. It's great. Yeah, the hub of uh, the internet marketing app, uh, community of San Diego is all getting together this uh, this weekend due to Scott's visit, which is great. <laughs> um, 
what, uh, what should we do in terms of what to test? So what are the kind of things you're seeing people test? And maybe we should segment this into lead generation versus e-commerce. But yeah. specifically, uh, what are people testing and, and uh, where should we start? If we're, if we're so, so, you know, when I, when I suggested this, this question as a talking point, um, you know, we have uh, hundreds of tests running at any point in time. You know, by by hundreds of hundreds of companies um, on our platform, and I can't talk specifically about any of of the tests that people are doing, um, with the exception of a couple that we've authorized for case studies. But um, in in general terms, we people are still doing a lot of the same kind of tests that. Um, they have been for quite a while, um, you know, meaning headlines, hero shots, body copy, um, testimonials, um, navigation. But what's what's interesting is that now that Google's been here for a while and gotten a lot of people into testing that weren't previously, um, we see people are now running more complex tests, um, technically more complex, um, because. Now they, that they realize they can test, well, doing the headline and, and hero shot, things like that have an effect. But um, once they realize that they can do some testing, um, we're seeing people have a tendency to um, become a lot more aggressive. And, and, um, and so that's kind of interesting from a, from a broad perspective. Um, some of the new stuff that we see people doing um, on our platform um, testing with different jQuery animations, um, so literally injecting different jQuery behaviors onto the page um, and, and seeing which affects conversion uh, the most. Um, testing like... When you say jQuery test... So jQuery is a JavaScript library which um, makes it really easy to do um, fancy animated interactive stuff with your page. So that would be like when you roll over a product... Uh, an e-commerce store with your mouse on the like the category page up pops a like a blow-up box that tells you more about that individual product and then as you mouse across the page each product is represented in that blow-up. Um, it might be something that affects the way the page scrolls or um, you know other other things like that. jQuery is a, is a very powerful uh, JavaScript tool and you know, increasingly, it's kind of a requirement for designers to understand that um, because of what it you know enables the site to do relatively easily. Right. Um, so, yeah, on the on the lead gen side, um, lead gen sites tend to be fairly simple. Um, it's generally just a, a one page wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got um, <clears throat> you've got some body copy. You've got some images. You may have a mini site with with several other pages, but the goal is always to get somebody to fill out that lead form. So I'm um, just continuing to test, uh, you know, headlines, value proposition, form length, um, overall graphic treatment, um, width of the page. So we've, we've seen some tests where people are, you know, saying does a 600 pixel or a 900 pixel width work better? Um, and that's kind of a, a variable answer because with the, uh, the new platforms that have come onto the scene, like the iPhone and then the iPad. Uh, is your computer okay, Jamie? Oh, I know. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so with with these new you know with these new platforms, 
um, you've got some some new considerations as far as what the best resolution is going to be for your page, and should it be fluid or should it be static width? Um, and these are all things that that we've seen people test. And of course, the results vary. I mean, it's ultimately uh, the result is going to be specific to your offer, to your audience, um, and to your site. So what you know, Jamie runs a test on the Engine Ready site, finds out that. Um, a 1024 width layout works the best for him doesn't mean that it's going to work the best for um, you guys out in out in the internet world. Right. Everything. Yeah, it's not universal just because yeah. you have a winning yeah. recipe. Um, yeah. And with the lead generation, for many of our clients, yes, they want the contact form or the request to demo or the request to consultation form filled out. But for many of them, uh, a call is actually more valuable. Yeah. And the test we did, which is really great that your platform does this, but Scott's technology does the postback uh, of a call. And we were able to optimize around not just form fills, but actually calls. Could you elaborate specifically how that's done technically uh, in a non-technical way? <laughs> <laughs> well, first I'll make the business case for it because there are a lot of companies that uh, are doing lead gen um, or direct sales that a very significant portion of their orders come through the phone. So if uh, I'm thinking of one in particular that 70% uh, of their orders come through the phone. So um, testing the web without considering those phone conversions is uh, not going to give you uh, optimal results. I mean, you're going to maximize the number of, of online requests at, and possibly destroy your, your phone sales, right. which ultimately is going to hurt your business. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Tracking those those phone orders is really important unless you get basically less than 5% of your orders on the phone. Yes. And if you have a phone number on your site, I have a feeling that there are very few people that have a phone number on their site and only get 5% of their orders through the phone. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, and that goes back to the very first comment of what are some of the biggest mistakes, not setting up goals. Yeah, and deciding, exactly. Listen, look, do we show the phone number on our landing page or on this particular test? If yes... How are, we, are we, how are we going to track that? Are we going to track that? And if not, we're optimizing around just online conversions, and that's a different yeah. uh, strategy altogether. Yeah. yeah. So technically the way that it works is um, that there are a number of phone tracking providers out there. Um, I know that Engine Ready is, has a product that lets you do that. Um, there are other companies as well. Um, it's, it's quite a uh, large industry. Um and, and basically, they assign you a set of phone numbers, and then you have to just make sure that for each combination or each recipe, uh, each version of the page that you're testing has a specific phone number, and then um, our platform has the ability to recognize when a conversion happens through that, through that given phone number. Right. So then in your interface, you'll see all the online conversions, also the calls, and which recipe may be driving calls versus forms or does it is it put it all together as we're just trying to get a conversion yeah it, it could be set up either way but it, it generally puts them together because ultimately um you can't like segment you can't show a different landing page to somebody that's going to pick up the phone because you don't know that they're going to do that beforehand right. so you want to just optimize to the the best common denominator in that case mm -hmm. right great well, thanks, Scott. Uh, we, we went through what not to do, uh, best practices of what what to do, and, and how to factor in uh, calls with, with your test. So this was uh, hopefully helpful to the listeners. Uh, and for those of you who are new, uh, 
the Best Search Strategy Show can be found every Wednesday at 2 o'clock uh, Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, or you can watch it uh, and listen. Uh, watch. I guess you, don't, <laughs> you, you only listen to. Uh, sometimes I feel like it would be nice if they could see either yeah. a slide and visuals. It's hard to articulate internet marketing strategies, especially landing pages. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're always out speaking at the conferences, so we're used to having that visual element. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Jamie's been quite the speaking rock star this summer. I know he's been on like a, a 25 city tour. Online marketing summit coming. I'm yeah. part of the band. Yeah. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, Scott hopefully will become a more frequent guest. And um, thanks again for joining us on Best Search Strategies. If uh, you'll be in the San Francisco area next week, I'll be speaking on uh, Wednesday the 18th at 5 o'clock on uh, B2B complex sales cycle and how to track leads all the way to the sale and, and back it out to your marketing uh, initiatives. So join us in San Francisco next week. Otherwise, uh, we'll talk um, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Scott, CEO of Vertster, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks, Jamie. Great being on the show. All right. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.